One final opponent stands between Octavia and the Temple Plaza, but it's a doozy. Will she finally reach the city center? Will she defeat Silvox and free Lake Ansel? Or is her life ogre? Welcome to me, my spouse, and a die. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Me, My Spouse, and a Die. I'm Gwyneth, your resident Asimar, Octavia Marguerite Sinclair. And I'm Austin, your resident Dungeon Master. Me, My Spouse, and a Die is a family-friendly actual play Dungeons & Dragons podcast, where we follow our hero, Octavia Marguerite Sinclair, through her adventures in the continent of Moir, a land that has been ravaged by a war with monsters for 15 years. This past weekend, I found redemption. How is that, my love? I found redemption in a dumpster in an alley behind our house. Just kidding, of course. No, we did, uh, (laughs) we went to, uh, we returned to the scene of the crime. As many of you may recall, several weeks ago, I was despondent about going to an escape room and failing miserably to escape said room. We returned to this venue with, uh... It was myself, Gwyneth, and uh, some some family. Four of us in total, and we were determined to tackle another room of the of the three this particular venue offered. One of which we had already attempted, and as you all know, failed on. But uh, long story short, because I actually cannot talk about the story of what went down because they don't want you to spill the secrets of what goes on inside those escape rooms for good reason. Understandably, uh, that might have an impact on their bottom line and business model. Yes, but we, we, we did it. We succeeded. We succeeded. We escaped. Escaping the room. I feel much better about it. <laughs> much, much, much better. It is funny, though. Well, we... so. First, we escaped the room. We had three minutes and seven seconds remaining. Mm-hmm. So we, we did escape just kind of by the skin of our teeth. But we did make it out. And it's funny because last time I lost sleep because I was sitting up feeling terrible and <laughs> thinking about all of the things that I would have done differently. And this time I lost a bit of sleep because I was reliving the glory. And I was like, oh, that was cool. <laughs> You did not tell me that. Yeah, no, I, I, I was, I woke up in the middle of the night and I was just kind of thinking about it. And I was like, I felt, I just felt good. I, I couldn't turn my brain off. And, Full uh, circle there. Yep. yep so oh my gosh. I oh. guess I can't do escape rooms and expect to have a good night of sleep. <laughs> Regardless of which way it goes. Regardless of which way it goes the night after. Oh. No, but this one was, the puzzles seemed to make more sense, at least like to my brain, than the other Mm -hmm. ones, so. I also think there were less of them, because the one we failed on, it just seemed like they just just kept going and going and going, which was fine. They were were a lot of fun. There was just a lot of it. Yeah. So this one, yeah, felt a bit more manageable, Mm -hmm. and we 
we didn't need as many clues. That's as, true. As we yeah. Got in the previous room, so we we only had a handful, which was nice because we were we were able to figure most of the stuff mm-hmm. out on our own. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seemed the, like uh, in the first one, the guiding hands. It was kind of constant. There was a the, the voice just being like X Y Z cryptic hint, but at this one, yeah, it was. I remember thinking and being like, oh, I haven't heard a clue in quite a while. Yay! And and some of those clues were just like, make sure you've got something seated in the right something mm-hmm. like in the center or else, you know, the, the mechanisms don't lock even though we had the correct yeah. solution for whatever it was or... Look more closely more, at that place yeah. that you just looked. Check out that thing again. You may have missed one thing <laughs> or no that 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 sequence is correct just just try it, it try again. it again it might be kind of sticky <laughs> somebody brought jam for some reason once oh so, seriously I, we i am i am redeemed i'm now two for three mm. in my escape room career i am one for two a nice old 30 percent hey but now i'm also spoiled because i've only done escape rooms at this location it's called enter the imaginarium here in pittsburgh and it is just so wildly incredible highly recommend like it's it's put on by a theater company in association with one of the best like fright house makers in the area and they're not scary rooms but the the combination of the theatrics and knowing how to create an atmosphere it Mm -hmm. just creates this entirely immersive experience that is just so cool it is it it is just so cool so if if you're ever in the area and you're looking for something to do highly recommend highly very good if you have a friend or or someone who might not necessarily be into escape rooms you should try this one that's true because even if you don't like it like there's enough it's well done enough Mm -hmm. that you could just get lost in looking at the the sets and and the details and whatnot oh i know yeah because i just wanted to kind of like wander around and look at everything and i was like i don't have time to like appreciate these sets as much as i would like to my uh, theater critic came out Mm -hmm. and was like i want to write everything down so i can compliment them but i Mm -hmm. can't review these anyway because i couldn't reveal what they look like so it's very conflicted yeah yeah, there was like a, an overarching story of mm-hmm. this room that unfortunately that, that was kind of fed in through various like audio bits and, and things uh, that unfortunately I didn't really pay attention to because I was single mindedly focused on <laughs> finish all the puzzles. That's true. <laughs> the story is fun, but finish the puzzles. <laughs> you won't care about the story if you don't get out of the room. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I will admit I'm not 100% on what like the complete story of the room was i can't say that i completely fully know it either i got enough of it that that it it was it was fun but Mm -hmm. i i think if i had just taken that extra you know few seconds to to listen to what was happening (laughs) (laughs) you were not pausing for anything i was not i was you were going you were single-minded ah yes Sometimes yeah. I did just take a moment and watch you. Did you? Because you were just like, there's a certain, <laughs> there's a certain Austin in the midst of puzzle solving, a uh, face and posture and <laughs> just mode of moving. Yeah. O- that oftentimes, if I'm if I'm like doing a puzzle or or some sort of like game or or something with someone and i see the answer and it's apparent that that other person maybe doesn't or is coming to it a little bit quickly usually i'll i'll you know kind of uh 
not just jump in and, and take over and kind because part of the joy is figuring out for yourself and and like i know with crosswords if i'm mm-hmm. looking over your shoulder and i see a particular answer i don't i try not to just blurt it out and i only try to chime in if you ask me for help but this was not the case i felt <laughs> kind of bad because i i think i did steamroll one of the one of the guys on our team a little bit in one of the puzzles he was starting with and i came over i was just like i'm gonna do this now <laughs> like this i see how this fits together i'm sorry i'm just gonna do this <laughs> but it did work really well because like me and my sister paired off oh, uh and you and her husband paired off and so it actually worked really well that like we were having multiple people doing multiple puzzles at the same time mm-hmm. as opposed good. to all four of us you know working on one puzzle and i think that i mean i couldn't imagine getting through if all of us were working on the same puzzle oh, we, we definitely we wouldn't, wouldn't have, have been able to not not the slightest which makes me think that, I mean, if we had kind of had that approach in our first time, in our first room, we probably would have been able to have gotten out. Because our first one, I think all four of us were yeah, basically kind of doing the same thing. Things. Yeah. Yeah it's, yeah, it's true. In hindsight, there are some, again, I've thought a lot about it. In hindsight, <laughs> there are definitely different things I, I would I would have done. Yeah. It was also my first escape room, though. So I was still yeah. kind of like, I mean, what do I do? I hadn't done one in years. Yeah probably three three-ish years I feel like maybe. it was maybe even longer maybe longer yeah. it had been a while but we did it i i found the road to redemption and i feel <laughs> you much, vindicated i was vindicated i feel much better i was like i'm i'm pretty good at puzzles i swear so <laughs> it was good to prove that to myself oh and i was glad <sighs> that i wouldn't have a despondent austin on my hands for a couple yes. days yes well on the car right now and i was telling her i was like i am preparing myself mm-hmm to fail mm-hmm. i am telling myself i am setting the expectation that i'm not going to escape the room so if we don't i won't be as as you know <laughs> as disappointed and then if we do get out it'll just be that extra bonus and we did so <laughs> it worked it all worked out in the end mm-hmm. and i'm i'm so pleased about fun. that oh my gosh yeah. Whew. but anyway Speaking of puzzles. Speaking of puzzles, we haven't had any for a while because you've just been fighting lots of people. <laughs> well, that's a puzzle in and of itself. It's all strategy. That's true. Question I mark. guess resource management is kind of a puzzle. The puzzle of life. <laughs> Podcake. Um, what, what were we talking about? Resource management is fight. Anyway. Uh, so when we last left off, you were in a brawl in the streets of Lake Ansel. You were fighting several Orog and an Oni. You had dispatched all of the Orog. The Oni was the last one left, and right when we cut, it had just cast Cone of Cold upon you and Car Hoon. Mm-hmm. So let's just pop right in here. I need you really to make a constitution saving throw. All right. Constitution, you say? Mm-hmm. It's not a high DC. Well, Octavia got a six. That's a failure. Carhoon, Natty 19 for a 23. Carhoon will take half damage. That is a phenomenal first roll. Oh dear! This is not well, going to be maybe not phenomenal, but above average. 
That is 37 points of cold damage. Okay, and halved is... Half of 37 is going to be 18. As a cone of vicious, whipping, snowy winds and little particles of ice blasts across your face. We both go down. Oh, that's not great. Nope. Okay. All right. Now, I will tell you, this Oni is also not looking good, and that was its action. So it is going to come back to Carhoon's turn. Before we do that, I'm going to find my rules and repeat to you because it's been a little while. It has been, yeah. What happens? All right. You are both in Fight for Your Life mode. When you're in this mode... You have zero hit points. On your turn, you can take a move action and either a bonus or standard. You may not take both. Okay. Your speed is halved. You cannot take reactions. You have disadvantage on all saving throws except for death saving throws. And you take a minus two to your AC. Okay. At the end of each of your turns, you must make a death saving throw. On a roll of 2 to 10, you fail once. If you fail three times, you die. On a roll of 11 to 19, you succeed once. If you get three successes, you regain one hit point and are back up. If you roll a natural 1, you fail twice. If you roll a natural 20, you are automatically back up at one hit point. If you take damage, you're going to have to make a concentration check. If you fail, you fail a death saving throw. If you succeed, you are okay. Um, Anyone who is able can attempt to stabilize you. It is a, uh, uh, it'll be a medicine check. Okay. And if you succeed on it on a, on a certain roll, you either succeed a death saving throw on a good roll, you are, you regain a hit point and come up. If you kill an enemy, you pop back up and get one hit die plus your con mod. Okay. Okay. So, Carhoon's turn. Carhoon is down. Carhoon has his axe out, falls to one knee. Breathes heavily. <laughs> okay. Um. So you were mentioning that the Oni is looking bad. How bad are we talking? Like a- I can't tell you that. I can only tell you that it is looking rough. Like, is it swaying on its feet? Or is it looking rough, but still, you know, looking hearty, I feel like. It's looking rough. That's all I'm okay. going to tell you. You and- do with that information what you must. Okay. So let's see. His speed is halved. Is that correct? Correct. All right, he can now only move 15 feet. So he is actually going to... He would not be able to get up to the Oni. Um, so unless he double moved, but then that would leave him just kind of right there. Mm-hmm. So he is going to go a 15 feet kind of creating a V so that he and Octavia are no longer in a direct line. Okay, so Carhoon crawls off to his left. (laughs) And he is going to drop his great axe and pull out his bow. And he is going to sling some arrows at this Oni. Okay. He doesn't have a disadvantage to attack, though. Is that correct? Correct. All right, arrow number one. I feel like, yeah, Carhoon's like bracing this against like he's on a knee like bracing it 
like against a wall type of thing, just trying to use this giant bow while Mm -hmm. not as strong. That's a natural 20. (laughs) It's a good time for it. Yeah, I feel like, like, you know, Carhoon just like bears, (laughs) bears his teeth. Just like, you know, bears down uh, for prom. Or what is it? Bear down for midterms. Midterms. Uh, It's a bear dance. (laughs) I just, I feel like it's the only like right, like right in the eye. Just like, you know, has this perfect precision. We have like slow motion as we see the arrow going through the, going through the air. All right. This is from, is this a a success? Yes. All right. This is from Zuin. Thank you, Zuin. It is called predictable. Ooh. You're catching on to how your opponent fights. Mm. Until the end of your next turn, you gain a plus two to your AC Ooh. against your target. Nice. And advantage on all saving throw effects originating from the target until your next turn. Wow. Ooh. So that basically negates a lot of the conditions yeah. from being in fight for your life mode. So awesome. Now he has normal saving throws and his AC is back to what it was. Thank you. That's a fun awesome. one. So no bonus to damage, mm-hmm. but it helps Carhoon not uh, not go down if he doesn't kill this thing outright yeah. this turn. All right, give me that damage. All right. Ten piercing damage. All right, still up. All right. Swing number two. Arrow. Arrow number two. Sometimes I, I do just imagine him, like, again, being Swinging strong enough to just be able to, like, throw the arrow at things. Those are darts. I know, it's just still, it's just a fun mental image to have, like, have him reach back and have it be all dramatic, and you're imagining he's about to, like, you know, knock it on the bow, but he doesn't, he just throws it. All right, roll number two is a natty 17. Okay. Assume that hits. That hits. Seven piercing damage. Okay. Still up. Come on, baby, come on. Last... Arrow, come on! He's really hoping to get like just a soft underside somewhere that's a little less protected. It's a fifteen hit. It does not. Ah! AC sixteen. Oh, of course. Clang! Hits off the chainmail. The Oni deflects it. All right, the Orogs are all dead. Does so he it need is... to make a death save? Oh uh, yes, he does need to make a death saving throw. Please roll me a straight up D twenty. Eight. Eight. That is a. Failure, I believe, according it was to my on a own. Sixteen, and then it rules. flopped over to an eight. Yeah, that is a fa- fa- failure. Two more, or one natural one, and oh Carhoon is dead. It is Octavia's turn. You may do something, as as said, or you can try to get Angie to do something. But regardless, you will have to make a save if you don't pop back up. Right. Octavia is ten feet in front of this Oni, and he has. So if I move because he has reached with that incur? Yes. Okay. He has a large glaive and is just looming over you. I am going to um, rotate around the Oni so that I don't leave his, you know, his threatened squares, but I'm leaving a um, path whereby Angie could come through. So I am going to, you know, kind of point at the, <laughs> the Oni towards Angie and as emphatically as I can try to, you know, communicate with motions like, take him down, please. And I would like, well, let me do an animal handling. Well, 
Let me think about this. Because if Angie kills this Oni, I don't know if that counts. That's what, yeah. It's your kill. It's Angie's kill. It is Angie's kill. So. That is true. Keep that in mind. All right. So Which would just mean you wouldn't pop back up and you'd have to either stabilize or expend some sort of healing to get yourself back up back up yes um after carhoon's blows how is he looking real bad real bad okay um and you know it's the oni's turn directly after yours have i hit it with like a a poison spray yet you have i think do i remember if it passed yeah it's fine oh if it passed the save yeah if it passed the save i don't remember either this isn't like an incredibly powerful uh, enemy. Okay. It's, and I mean, it's doing a combination of physical and magic, yeah. so it's... It's a solid CR. It's nothing you can't handle. It's just been a long day. Yeah. And you both have been worn down. <laughs> okay, make a con save, please. All right. If it passes this check, it's going to be very bad for you. That is a 22. Yep, that's very bad for me. It uh, it passes. Can your luck make me re-roll a saving throw, or is that only attack rolls? Just to uh, Just play attack rolls. the devil's advocate. All right, it is still up. It is going to take an attack against you to start. Oh, Swings its glaive down. What is your debilitated AC? I'm not telling you. It's not going to change. I'm not going to... I don't fudge the dice. I know. It's not going to change anything. I know. Rolling on Orange Crush, which di- wasn't doing well for me last uh, time. That is a natural 17. Oh, uh, yeah. That's going to hit. All right. So, the damage won't necessarily mean anything. It'll just affect the concentration check you have to make. Uh, oh, my gosh. I rolled <laughs> on 2d10. I rolled a 9 and a 10. Wow. So that is uh, 23 damage, which means you have to make a concentration check. DC only 11. Okay. If you fail this, you fail a death save. Roll a 10. A 10. That is a failure. We also didn't have you roll one at the end of your turn. So you need to make one right now. 10. Made it. Okay. Don't roll a natural one. A 10 is actually a failure. It's 1 through 10 is a fail. 11 through 19 is a success. I thought a... I mean, traditionally, 10 is a success, but I guess... True. We're not playing traditionally. Oh. Right, right, right. Sorry. I just... Yeah, they gave you a little better than 50-50 shot in base 5e, but because this is... Do I add my constitution? To a death saving throw? To, to my death saving th- no. throw? Oh, okay. It's just a straight d20. Okay. Well, it has one more attack. I've always said that I was never out to purposely kill you, but I wasn't going to shy away from the moment if it happened. So it, being a bloodthirsty magic ogre, is going to take another swing. You can use luck to make me reroll this attack if it hits. I'm going to go back to the die that started it all. My Norse, fa- Norse foundry, gnomish copper, for this momentous occasion. Swing number one. Natural one. Not joking. I'm not fudging the die. Oh, she can look at he it. He rolled it in front. 
That is a it's natural, a natural one. one that may have just saved your oh life. Oh my heavens! Oh my gosh! Oh, holy wow. cow! Okay, you can't you can't write this stuff. Oh my gosh! You oh my gosh! Write it! Wow, you were you were oh one. Gosh. Well, you were a concentration check and a. Uh, I was two die roll away. A die roll away from permadeath. permadeath. And I can't resurrect myself. Can't resurrect yourself. Holy Hot cow. Oh that my gosh. is the Oni's My hands turn. are so sweaty. And not because it's hot here on the third floor. <laughs> Holy crap. Wow. All right. That is the Oni's turn. That means it comes back to Carhoon's turn. Actually, it is the Moerian army's turn. And because they are seeing their heroes fall, <laughs> one of them is going to run up and try to stabilize Carhoon. Oh, dope! They do not have a great bonus. Hey, so you could roll a natural 20. I could. You could roll a natural one, and the person, as he's trying to stabilize Carhoon, like, accidentally stabs him. <laughs> I am... Basically looking for a roll of 11 or higher mm-hmm. to give Carhoon a successful death saving throw. Out of the box. It was a natural 20 out of the box. Of course. That is a natural 5. Someone runs up, like bends down to Carhoon, pulls out a bandage. The, the, poor, the poor dude's hands are just shaking, trying to like staunch the bleeding. And uh, Carhoon is like... I, 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 I appreciate that, but you're not really helping here. Like, I'm sorry. Carhoon's biceps are like too wide for the, <laughs> like yeah. the the bandage. So attempt to stabilize does not do it. Unfortunately, you're so close to the oni, yeah. no one's really gonna run up. No, that makes sense. To try to stabilize because they'd probably just get smacked yeah. down before they could. Understandable. All right, so it is Carhoon's turn. Carhoon has one death failure. Okay. Did you burn all your potions? No, I haven't yet. Okay. That's an option. Um, that is an option. Um, he still has a relatively good to hit with his longbow. Mm-hmm. He has three attacks. It's true. He is... If he rolls a natural one on his death saving throw, he's dead. Right, but if he kills the thing first... That's true. That's true. He has a good. He has a very good chance. So... This thing could have gone invisible and fled, but it was trying to take you out. Yeah. Permanently. All right, Carhoon's got a good shot. Three attacks. Pretty good bonus. This thing does not have an amazing AC. Do it. Natural 15. That will hit. Maximum damage. 10 piercing damage. And he kills the Oni. Oh my word! Oh my heavens! Carhoon pops back up. That is his turn, but we're going to stay in initiative order Ah. because you could still die. So, it is your turn right now. You have two de- failed death saving throws. If you fail another one, you are dead. I'm going to take a potion. Sounds good. <laughs> you reach into your bag, pop a potion, <laughs> gulp it down. Max healing. You regain. So, what is that, 10 points? Eight. Is it 2d4 plus two, right? Or is it 2d4 plus four? It's 2d4 plus 2, but maximum on 2d4 is 8. Plus 2 is 10. That is my inability to math correctly. Yep. So you are indeed correct. It is. (laughs) Thank you. Look at me. (laughs) 
And then Carhoon regained how much when he killed the Oni? Uh, basically, basically a second win. Roll a Hedaya, add your con. Perfect. He also gets 10 back. Very nice. All right. So okay. you to clear this out. The group of soldiers, the survivors, kind of gather up to you and look about. You also see that uh, Angie is starting to look a bit agitated. Mm-hmm. You think you have uh, a few minutes left on like on the, the charm spell that Angie is under the compulsion of before he breaks free and uh, runs amok. So what are you doing with Angie McAngie? Okay. So Angie first. All right. So we, you know, broke through this barricade and are kind <sighs> of on the cusp of like the plaza yes. around the temple. Yes. All right. Do I see other dragon blood forces around me? Um, not around you, but in the plaza, like in the plaza. there are battlements set up and like cover and barricades that are bristling with enemy troops. Okay. Octavia is going to go to Angie and is going to be like, "I need you to help me clear the way. Can you take care of one of those for me?" And she's going to try to get Angie to just Kind of like she did with the owls, causes much mayhem. Kamikaze. In the enemy forces as possible. Yes. yes. Uh, roll an animal handling check. It's going to be a bit more difficult because Angie it's... starts to realize the stakes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go. Natural 15 for a 24. All right, you uh, lean down, pat Angie on the nose, explain what you want Angie to do, and... Uh, Angie looks at you, big, metallic oh. eyes, glistening, and nods, oh. and kind of walks clip-clop, clip-clop, clip-clop out into the center of the plaza. Not the center of the plaza, but like kind of closes the distance between the street you're on and where these barricades begin. And you hear some, some shouting and some pointing from behind those barricades as these... Uh, Enemy soldiers get get wind of this Gorgon facing them down. And Angie lowers his massive steel head, oh. scrapes his hoof on the cobblestone floor a few times, looks back at you one last time, and then charges heedlessly towards the enemy battlements. As soon as he starts, like, running, the... the Soldiers begin to react, and you see arrows start, like, flying out. A lot of them just ping harmlessly Mm -hmm. against his thick metal hide. Some of them miss entirely, bury themselves into the street. A few of them make purchase, but they do not stop Aggie as he barrels like a giant metal freight train into one of these barricades. It just splinters of wood and orc bodies get thrown into the air and you kind of lose sight of him Mm -hmm. after this you just see maybe like a severed arm just fly (laughs) out and maybe an an entire couple bodies just get like flung 10 feet into the air yeah so he's just like basically like mowing the grass with his horns and there's chaos for several seconds but after a while the dust settles and the chaos ends and things 
go a little bit quiet back there. Rip Anki. Rest Rip in Anky. peace. Poor Anki. <sighs> oh my gosh, I feel so guilty. Like, I am just... Both Octavia and Gwyneth are racked with guilt right now. Carhoon pats you on the shoulder and says it was really the only way it was going to end. I know. At least we didn't have to. I know. Him. Yeah, there was there was no good way that this would have ended, but... He died doing something worthwhile. Yeah, and probably something he enjoyed, maybe... Honestly, it seemed like he really enjoyed just like killing people. He he was really he had a very specific set of skills that he was very good at. Yeah. Um. Okay. I know that war we're... makes us do things that uh, maybe we wouldn't have done otherwise. Yeah. But you did the best you could with the situation. Thanks. It was good to have around for a little bit. Oh, now, I don't know about you, but I feel awful. Oh. I feel awful as well, and, know, and no like, offense, but you look awful. Yeah, I know, like, we're about to take this thing on, but uh, I... I was literally I just cannot. about to be like, I know that we're literally on the, like, cusp of this plaza, but I can't right now. Like, this is a mm-mm, mm-mm. So, um, do you want to... I know there's some barricades... You know, here and maybe we already cleared out this area of the hall or, or of the of the path to the to the temple. Do you think we could kind of hunker down behind some of these barrels or, or, or crates for a little while? Um, I'd bet so. Yeah, I think the uh, the rest of the army is still kind of working its way up, so we can probably take a little bit and just hold hold the line and make sure no one breaks through. Okay, awesome. Oh, wow, we almost died. Yeah, that one. That, that was, one got really close. That was rough. It's it's been a really long day, and we still probably have to find Silvox. So the day isn't even over yet. Yeah, I think we're. Uh, I think we're pretty close, though. I hope so, because again, it's been. Can you believe it was still just today that we were doing we were we were doing the little island thing? That's insane. That was just this morning. It feels like three weeks ago. That's crazy. Uh, yeah. And I've seen things in the interim that I never thought I'd see, and I've, you know, seen literal angels. So, yeah. you know, like a, a friend who's a, who's a dragon turtle and a friend who's a gorkon. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So her, uh, her plan is to basically, you know, take a short rest in as safe of a position in this area as she can okay. as they can yeah it's uh so as you as you kind of take a break from the fight that just happened uh, more of your forces are kind of conglomerating and you can see them kind of in other uh streets and alleyways around this plaza and it seems like the dragon bloods kind of know you're there mm-hmm. but they're kind of waiting for you to make the move because they sense. have the fortifications. Yeah. Um, so there is, it's kind of like a, a tentative ceasefire for a while until you guys break and start gunning for it. So Garun walks over, sits on a pile of rubble, starts bandaging himself up. You are free to do the same. Uh, as you are kind of sitting here, you see joining up with the main group 
uh, Captain Slab. Oh, yay! And his group. And it does look like they are down a couple <gasps> pirates. Oh, no. Yeah. Who did the, Who did we lose? Ooh. Here, um, hold on. <laughs> I need to know. Did we lose our best chum bucket? You lost. No, most of the uh, most of the ones that you knew. Slab is still there. Fridge is still there. Punt, speed chunk, butch, deadlift, bold, big flank, splint chest air. They're still they're still standing. Okay. Um, so it was the B team. <laughs> the B team. Yeah. Thick McRun fast has fallen. Ooh. Bolt Vanderhuge. It looks like. Fridge was the one who already died and came back as an ancient yes. elf, right? Yeah. And he's still okay? Yes. Okay. And uh, Rip Steakface. Past. Past. Rip, Rip, rip Steakface. Rip, yep. Okay. So most of them are, are still standing, but they have taken some, some losses. losses. Mm. And their faces are uh, chiseled and determined yeah. as they join up with this group and also kind of start tending to their, their wounds and preparing for the final push. Okay. You are about to roll some dice. What are you rolling? I am going to roll a bunch of hit die. Okay. You still have some left? I, I just used Carhoon's last one. Okay. And I have all of mine. Oh, great. So pardon me as I roll 12d8. How much did you get? I rolled 60. Okay. And then I add my con to each Yes. So one. what is your con? So my con's a plus two, so I'm going to add a 24 to that. Yep. 84, pretty solid. And then I had gotten 10 from that potion I drank, so 94. Yeah, 94, yep. And as more and more people are gathering, uh, a, a cleric walks into the midst of a big circle and rec- recites a prayer Ooh. and casts mass cure wounds Ooh. on several individuals. Uh, you, Karun, and then a few other wounded Moirian soldiers. So you are going to get 3d8 plus 5. Nice. You get 21 points of healing back from that. Can I give mine to Karun? You cannot. Okay. How are you looking? I am back up to full. How is Karun looking? Karun is at 41. 41. Okay. So my plan is to heal him some myself. Okay. How many spell slots you got left? My thought was to cast Aura of Vitality. Okay. Um, which is basically I can, as a bonus action, um, like pulse out 2d6 of healing for a minute. So it would be 10d6. Okay. Does that seem to be the... Wait, 2d6 for a minute? Yeah, 2d6 per round. round. Yeah, 2d6. 10 rounds is a minute, so 20d6. What did I say? 10d6. 20d6. Yep. Thank you. That seemed to be the most bang for the buck as opposed to, you know, flopping out some, like, healing words or Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Yeah, and you've got mad healing bonuses. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I'll get an additional nine nine to each of those. So each of those 2d6 will be plus nine. So I'm just going to, let's see. I don't have to focus them all on Carhoon. I'm going to heal Carhoon up first. And then if I have extra, I will give them to the pirate crew. Sounds good. All right. And I get Carhoon up to full after using five rounds worth. Okay. So I have one round left. 
Yeah, five rounds left. Five rounds left, right. Okay, so I will um, just distribute yeah. this among the... Bum, 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 bum. Yep. Among the Moerian forces and then also the pirates, you know, looking, trying to find the people who are, you know, worse off and focusing on them first and healing the cleric too to make sure that the <laughs> cleric doesn't go down mm-hmm. um, and all that kind of stuff. Sounds good. All right, so you distribute the rest of the healing, and people are very appreciative, the five of them that receive it. So, as all of this is happening, you're short resting, you know, you're kind of in this tense standstill. The city kind of falls a bit quiet, and more and more forces sort of join up from side streets and alleys and conglomerate in this in this street. And you and Carhoon are kind of near the front, and people are sort of looking to you for when go time is and as you finish your healing up and and are feeling limber enough to maybe figure out what the next step is there's a tap on your shoulder okay and you turn around and you see the uh smiling face of jesulka the white who seemingly appeared from nowhere of course there you are hello there how do things go on your end swimmingly did you miss me I mean, yes and no. I was kind of a bit too busy to, to to think about it. I was sure that you were fine, but then also yes, because I knew that I'm sure you would have been help as well. So mm. yes and no. I uh, saw you two took quite the beating there. Yeah, it wasn't great. Hmm. Well, you're looking a bit better. Thank you. Thank you. You look as unruffled as ever. Hmm. I am uh, constantly unruffled. I have it's a state of being. State of mind. I, exactly. I, no, that makes sense. Uh, so this uh, Noel Brute you're after. Yes. Him and his pet are uh, up there okay. on, the, on the top. Not on the top floor, mind you, on the roof of the tower overlooking everything. I took a little bit of a... Uh, took a little bit of a, a, a bird's eye view, if mm, you will. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. And I believe I can help you uh, bypass all of this mundane rigmarole and go straight to the action. Oh, that would be great. What are you what are you thinking? I'm going to take you right up there. But they but he's on a he's on a wyvern, right? He's not I mean. on a wyvern right now and you leave oh, that uh, okay. imposter to me. Oh, okay. Okay. Cuz that would that was my I used my wings already for today and so mm-hmm. Thinking of doing an aerial battle, it's gonna have to, you know, come up with something that I knew yes. Austin would really not like. Like probably like summoning many summoning a lot of owls, detestful d- um, spells. Those I wouldn't stoop to casting them. Oh, you know, you would only create an army of undead things. Yes. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Very different. Which um, keep in mind they they can be very useful, especially in situations like this. However, um. When you uh, give the word to go, I I have a particular plan. And then once this whole business is over, we can uh, discuss our future further. Sounds good. (sighs) So you'll get me up there. I'll get you up there. You'll deal with the wyvern. I will take care of the wyvern. I'll be honest. I'm not entirely sure which of us uh, is responsible for those abominations against dragonkind. It certainly wasn't me, and I am... Uh, known for my fair share of uh, abominations, unsavory creations. Yes, 
but I, I simply cannot uh, cannot stand the things. Can't take credit for for them. <laughs> okay. Well, it's like a, uh, a generic brand dragon. It's just the why settle for for that when you could have the real thing. Well, for the longest time, Moir couldn't have the real thing. So I mean, yes. When you only have access to the generic, I mean, if it's that or nothing, I could see why you'd want to, you know, take advantage of it. I suppose. What's your plan for after the wyvern? I don't don't think it'll take you very long to dispose of. Oh, well, I'll, I'll be here and there, but it seems the, the Noel is uh, your responsibility while I am dealing with other things. Mm-hmm. Do you think that the wyvern, I mean... Can they be reasoned with? Could you, like with the dragon turtle, convince it to either not join our side, but at least not be aggressive? Oh, I'd just as soon kill it as that, but we'll we'll see when we get there. Yeah. I mean, if we could, <laughs> if it would become an ally, it would be a, I, even if it might be mm. detestable to you, it would still be a helpful strength. I don't know if I can uh, debase myself like that. Well, kind of think of it like your unpleasant army that you would like me to use. This is an unpleasant thing to you that I would like you to maybe not just oh, destroy. You, you don't need to use the army. You could just give it back to me. Oh. That would be acceptable. But then you would use the army. Well, I've told you, once this whole thing is over, I'd just like to leave and go make my own somewhere and I could perhaps use the help. Mm-hmm. Well, let's deal with. Uh, it's not beyond me to simply make another. So whether you give it, you, whether you give me back my box or not, the ends will be the same. Well, let's address the the elephant in the room first, as it will. Okay. Well, I'll be uh, I'll be waiting. You go do your general thing. Wait, wait, what do you mean? Like, give an inspiring speech thing, or? That's what you're here for, right? To lead these people, I to uh, inspire them to fight harder. Am I a general? Did they In give spirit, me that? I think. Okay, it's because I'm. These a people treat you that way. Yeah, and don't necessarily know that they should. But okay. I mean, I certainly wouldn't follow you. The the amount of times you have uh, rolled well, poorly, <laughs> made, got beaten down by a sack of fish people. Well, <laughs> yes. <laughs> That contributes to my charm. It makes me relatable. Oh, yes, relate, it, relatable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because yes. average folks would want to, you know, be associated with me, and I don't hold it over their heads. Nothing makes me want to follow a military leader into battle more than knowing that they got their butt handed to them by a lot of bug-eyed fish people. Well, I'm still standing here, aren't I? I Barely. made it out. Partially because of my help. Well... I am not above saying that help is a bad thing. He clasps your shoulder and says, go get him, Tiger." (laughs) Thank you. And walks away into the corner. Of course. (laughs) Looking sulky like Vegeta. Oh, man. Karun's like, yeah, I mean, I don't don't see Sebring or anyone else of any real uh, authority here. Perhaps he's somewhere in one of the other groups, but... I'm not entirely sure what everyone's waiting for. Right, because I mean, this was the this was the goal. Like, did I, uh, did we have a signal where everyone was going to get to the plaza and then wait until a signal, or perhaps, 
perhaps things just kind of got splintered and people were in as rough shape as us and now everyone's waiting for someone Something. else to tell them what to do. Okay. Uh, you, you know I'm not the... Not that great at the words thing. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You don't have to say much. But these people need a plan. Here, here's a barrel. Oh, wait, no. Here's a, here's a soapbox. <laughs> oh, I've, I've heard that. And sometimes that in Illustri, they call them soap operas. And That's weird. <laughs> we'll get on a soapbox. That's box. not true. I spent a fair amount of time in Illustria. I don't know who told you that. Uh, maybe it's a... I mean, it's been a while since you were there. I think it's a more recent type of thing. It's like the cool hip lingo. Weird. I know. This is why I don't go back there. Yeah, that's understandable. All right, and she is going to kind of unceremoniously get on a soapbox on top of a barrel, promptly fall, and to her small contingent of contingents. It's pretty. It's a pretty big contingent. Oh, is it? At this oh, point. Okay. yeah. For during your whole short rest, people have been like kind of filtering uh-huh. in, in little war bands and groups and. <laughs> Making it even more nerve-wracking. Yeah, so it's, it's a pretty sizable chunk okay. of army here. So she gets up. Uh, takes just a moment to... Speech! Speech! Center One person herself. in the back is just like, Speech! 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 She wishes she had, like, I don't know, her wings or something to make herself look a bit more... Uh, I don't know, impressive or competent. I mean, I'll, I'll, at this point, you get up there and you have, you are healed back up, but that is true. you still are like covered in oh, blood. Oh yeah, that I look awful. Yours, Carhoon's, and uh, numerous uh, dragon bloods. Yeah. You're just like coated in, in viscera and charring like spell Things. Yeah, like part of my hair has burned off. Your hair is burned. You've got chunks of like your armor probably missing. Mm-hmm. The the tunic underneath is starting to like tatter along the sleeves, yeah. which looks bad, but it also looks pretty cool. Like you get up there and you're coated in the blood That's of your enemies. True. People are like, wow, <laughs> she's seen some All action. Right. <laughs> yeah. All right, she's gonna get up and be like, I I don't have any real authority over any of you or or any type of position that you know grants me the authority to stand up here in front of in front of you all right now and speak but this is my home this is this is this continent is all of our homes but this city is my home we've gotten We've gotten to the heart. We are so close. We have been through terrible challenges just getting to this point. Even just getting across the lake and getting to these shores was a trial. And then getting through the maze of passageways and ambushes that I know I saw on my way here that I'm sure you all saw as well. And not everyone is here right now who was on those ships and not everyone who is here right now is going to make it back to those ships 
But we do this for a really important reason. We do it for our home. All of our homes. Here in Lake Ansel. All the way up north in Grundakov. From the east to the west of Moir. We do this for... We do this for all of us. And there's... There's only so much that I know I can do. But I am going to do my darndest to do it the best that I can. My plan is to head to the roof of the temple, take care of a person who likes to ride a wyvern, (laughs) you know? And then, well, I'll go from there. I'm going to probably disappear. And then, I think it is all time to take back the temple from the ground floor. For Moir, for our homes. And then she'll get down. There is a pause. And then, uh, people start to boo. No, they start, (laughs) uh, they start, uh, cheering with that inspiration. You can have inspiration for your little speech. Congratulations. That was good. And uh, a roar goes through the crowd. People hoist their makeshift weapons and makeshift shields. Kind of march up to the edge, bristling, ready to rock and roll. Okay. And if it wasn't, you know, like, super clear, she'll be like, you know, once she and Carhoon disappear, that's when they should, you know, start charging. Kind of to make it like a pincer movement. Silvox gets confronted mm-hmm. with us at the same time as the, the forces yep. on the plaza crash. So that Silvox can't help those forces and those forces can't help Silvox. Yep. So you and Carhoon are standing in front of this group cheering a loud roar and you can see the uh, enemies bristling behind the barricades kind of looking around mm-hmm. at the sudden roar of noise coming from this from this alley and some of the other groups in the other streets and alleyways spread around this plaza take up a, uh, a battle cry Ooh, as well yeah it's that's just such a cool image like it you know this I'm sure there are specific like Moirian chants and cries and you hear it start where we are mm-hmm. and then you slowly start hearing it on the left and the right as it you know just encapsulates this plaza mm-hmm. and you know I feel like the dragon bloods are like they're almost surrounded now mm-hmm. you know by these by these chants and these cries yeah oh I'm like I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it and Carhoon leans over to you and he says I think that's a pretty good signal to me I think so and Jasolka steps out of the dark corner, appears next to you, seemingly from out of nowhere again. Isn't that a little excessive? Yeah. He, he puts a hand on your shoulder and Karud's shoulder and then turns around to the army gathered behind and is like, Well, what are you waiting for? Go get him. And then you all three disappear. <laughs> and we're going to pick up their next Oh episode. my gosh. That's so cool. Just that mental image. Oh, man. 
All right. Thank you all so much for listening. If you would like to get in touch with us, we are active on social media, both Twitter and Instagram, and our handle is at andadiepodcast. If you would like to submit a critical card like you heard today, you can do so either on our website, memyspouseandadie.com, or through an email, die at gmail.com. We really love getting these uh, critical hit or critical miss cards, and they're just like super fun to have. Uh, you guys, you know, impact our game. Alrighty, catch y'all next week. <laughs>